Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again. Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the Game That Tune champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, fellas. Welcome back. Game That Tune in the house, episode two. 145 coming at you and man oh man guys we got a fantastic show coming up this week what we're going to do here is listen to some video game tunes we've each brought three songs from a game we're going to try and guess our games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia we're going to goof off we're going to have a lot of fun the winner at the end of the night gets to pick the theme for next week's episode and play some bonus tunes and our winner uh, a couple weeks ago we took a week off because johnny had to go to florida uh, you know our condolences johnny welcome back uh, but our winner last week, uh, last episode, was David Fleming. And David, you chose a fantastic theme for this week's episode, so tell us what you got. Uh, the theme is Wacky Weapons. Games yes. in which you use an unusual, or can use an unusual weapon. I feel like you said that a little too deadpan, David. Can we do a fresh take of that? Wacky Weapons! Hey! <laughs> Thank you. I've been wow. waiting for this David for five years. I have oh never God. heard that David. Where has this guy been, man? I miss this David. Old you need clown David, man. You know, I haven't <laughs> seen that guy since seventh grade. You got so serious, David. What happened? Can you be like that the rest of the show? Yeah. Just flailing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I keep oh, my yeah. deadpan voice but still just flail my arms? That's nope. a good idea. Yeah. No. No. To, okay. <laughs> Okay, so no. yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta choose one. So video listeners, you know, maybe they want the uh, the flailing, but the podcast listeners might want the wacky Michelangelo voice. Um, so we, we'll we'll just kind of switch it in and out. Every game, David will either be flailing or uh, you know uh, just fucking talking like an idiot. It'll be it'll be fantastic. Uh, but sure, no, in actuality, David... For sure, for our podcast listeners, I promise I'm flailing the entire time. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I hope... This is why you need to go to Patreon, people. We have good mics. We could have better mics that could pick up the sound of David's flailing the entire episode. So consider going to Patreon and let's get some equipment upgrades in here. We really need some, you know, some real finely tuned equipment. Um... But yeah, so it's uh, it's games with wacky weapons, uh, very unusual weapons. Uh, you know, so I, I would say uh, probably going to see some guns, swords, um, perhaps uh, some sort of explosives. But uh, like they uh, they probably are going to shoot something weird or be in the shape of some kind of weird thing. Or explode with something unexpected, like uh, confetti, <laughs> explode candy weirdly. or something. Exactly. Some somehow it's gonna be a you know this whole episode's gonna be about claymores filled with jelly beans or some wild thing like that. It's uh it, you know the, there's so much potential in wacky weapons because one there's plenty of games in which you know it's not just like military action you got wacky stuff but two 
the term wacky could be uh, pretty loosely applied. Pretty, uh, it, it, you know, really, what is wacky? Is it, you know, a subjective <laughs> we're, thing? We're here the, to figure it out. Who is tonight's arbiter of wacky? Um, oh, God, I hope it, it's me. I was going to say, I, I believe it was my theme, so it's my choice. So prepare to get game overed, everyone. (laughs) Put on your arbitration hat, David, and continue flailing, because we are going to figure out what's wacky and what's not tonight. This is going to be fantastic. So yeah, we got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request, and uh, we got to jump right into it, man. So uh, let's, uh, let's just start it up, man. Game one. Game one. So, abilities in this game include teleportation, entrapment of opponents, air dashes, counterattacks, and the creation of larger weapons, and all of them are dependent on what confectionery item? 
How is everybody feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Good. Very good. Hope everybody's grooving on those tunes, man. Let's uh, let's see some answers. <laughs> Jesse says Power Stone. Sadly incorrect. Johnny says Fudge Gem. Fudge Guns. <laughs> Sadly incorrect, but sounds great. And David has the correct answer. This is Ninjala. Ninjala for the Nintendo Switch. Um, yeah, what a what a what a game this is, man. Uh, David, you played Ninjala? No. Have you? Has it? Are you aware of it at least? I am aware of it. Um, I was kind of looking at getting it because I, when it was first announced, like that trailer is like, huh, it's like Splatoon but without fish. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. What if, uh, what if instead of squids, uh, Splatoon was full of ninja kids? Like, okay. You piqued my interest a little bit. Um, and what about, what about instead of uh, Splatoon, where, say, you pay for the game? It's a free game. Okay, now you're, oh, yeah. now you're speaking my language. I like not yeah. paying for things. Exactly. Honestly, I, you know, I've had a good amount of fun with this for no money at all. This actually, uh, there's, this game's kind of cool, man. Like, uh, I don't know that I'm going to play it after, like, the next couple of weeks, but, like, I've been playing some online matches in this, and this game, there's some fun to be had with this, uh, strange Splatoon ninja ripoff. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know how Nintendo got this to be an exclusive on the Switch, or why they would want it to be an exclusive, because this is <laughs> such a very odd... I don't want to say ripoff, because, I mean, they changed enough things. It's not just a ripoff of Splatoon, but it it seems pretty clear they're going after that same market. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out why this happened. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of when they did um, the Pac-Man World Rally like the Pac-Man kart racing game and they released it mm. on Xbox, PlayStation 2 and GameCube. Like, okay, I understand Xbox and PlayStation 2, but why are you releasing a mascot kart racing game on a Nintendo system? Like, that just seems like a horrible idea. They pretty much got I mean, that locked down. Yeah, that's the thing. I, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure out like the benefit of it, like, you know, so this company benefits from releasing their free-to-play game. Because uh, maybe some people buy the story mode or buy some fucking gotcha items. Uh, Nintendo benefits because they get to advertise a fun new exclusive in one of their little Nintendo Directs. And possibly people playing this will realize it's whack and want to just go play Splatoon instead. Like, <laughs> I, I don't quite get it. <laughs> like, it's... Uh... Yeah, uh, sure, like, you can put your game on our system. <laughs> exactly, like, oh, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> Picturing Shiggy, like, playing this and being like, yeah, they kind of, yeah, this is fun for a couple of minutes, but, like, everybody's going to go play Splatoon 2 instead. Like, this this will, you know, this is like, it's like the Starbucks-McDonald's relationship. Like, yeah, okay, you know, everybody, you, you know, if there's a line at Starbucks, you go over to McDonald's, you can get your coffee, but, like, you don't really want that coffee. You're gonna go back to Starbucks once you taste McDonald's coffee. What? Like... What? 
No. Oh, don't don't be the guy that stands up for McDonald's coffee now, John. No, but you're like already, you're already the coleslaw guy. Don't be the fucking Mickey D's coffee it, guy. It's not about the coffee. It says if there's a McDonald's and a Starbucks next to each other, I'm probably gonna pick the McDonald's because in addition, to, like the coffee's not terrible, but they got the egg McMuffin. They I'm got... only talking about the coffee. Yeah. <sighs> if it's just a coffee situation, it's Starbucks every time. Yeah. I'm not talking about the full suite of fucking available you know, items here, baby. I, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I might fuck with a, you know, a, a warmed up cheese Danish. No, mm-hmm. so no, McDonald's man. ain't got that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, man. I'm Team McDonald's. I'm sorry. I, I just, you know, no, I'm not sorry. Why am I apologizing for? Every you time. Should, no, you, you should be <clears throat> fucking sorry, Johnny. You literally just declared yourself Team McDonald's. No one's when, done that in like 60 years. When, what the fuck? Every like, time I go to McDonald's and order an iced mocha, they're like, "What? How do we do that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you have them on the menu, but they have exactly. no idea what's going on with iced mochas." Yeah, no, they don't, they don't even know how to put fucking sugar in coffee, John. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, because I don't put, you know, I put in my coffee. Nothing. I don't fucking care, John. Absolutely That's you. Like, nothing. Yeah, yeah, you gotta understand. People like different types of coffee. You can't just be, you know, other types of coffee matter. So, so I'm sorry, Johnny. You're standing up for McDonald's on the strength of black coffee. Yeah. And even then, you're... What the fuck, John? (laughs) (laughs) No, and seriously, uh, if you're talking about just drive through fucking good black coffee, iced hot, doesn't matter what, Dunkin' Donuts has McDonald's dead to rights. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not not arguing that. (laughs) Dunkin' Donuts blows it all out of the water. No, Starbucks is better than Dunkin' Donuts, man. There's no. tears to this shit. I'm trying to talk about ninjas, John. I just After very... the show, we'll, I'll make a tier chart, one of those chart things with S tier, A tier, B tier, and and it's going to be... Can, uh, it's um, going to be invalidated by you declaring yourself <laughs> Team McDonald's. We can we can certainly yeah, get into Ninjala, yeah. and I'm, I'm interested to talk about Ninjala. I just want to make sure that I am clear on this. Johnny, you're... Coffee tier list is mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts, then <laughs> McDonald's, it. then Starbucks. Yeah. Okay. Does he no. get a game over? Yeah, that's 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 wackier than any weapon we're gonna feature on the show. Johnny's fucking insane tier list. <laughs> the Starbucks coffee always tastes burnt to me. I, I don't care for it. Don't get the French roast. That's a dark <laughs> Duh, roast. John get Blonde, Blonde roast, you dumb fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you don't oh even know God. how to order. <laughs> Seriously, man. Anyway, so Ninjala, uh, it's like, uh, it's an online multiplayer game where you're playing as little kids that uh, have ninja weapons. Uh, David had the correct answer to the trivia question. They all chew gum. Ninja gum. For some reason. Uh, it's a bizarre thing that this game has. Everybody runs around and chews gum. You can collect energy to be able to blow a bigger gumball and then like using the power of ninja gum, you can do like teleportation attacks. You can like uh, coast across the stage, uh, like flying. Um, you can fucking you can do a gum guard. Like if somebody tries to hit you and they hit the gum, it like ensnares them. You can shoot the gum at things. It's it's the gum itself is wacky enough to fit this theme. Like, it's a wacky fucking conceit. And I'm like, I'm just picturing somebody looking at Splatoon and being like, all right, we need to, like, copy off of this, but not make it, like, I, you know, what what is it the kids like about Splatoon, right? It, it's the ink, the colors, the, you know, the kids. But, you know, we can't do the ink. 
But we still need to figure out some way to have these ninja kids, like, move and do fun things. What's something else that's kind of stupid that, like, makes sense for kids to be doing? Like, instead of using big paintbrushes, maybe they'll just blow bubblegum all the time. Sure, yeah, fuck it. Let's roll with that. Bubblegum weapons. Uh, I, I like how Splatoon is kind of... Not based on, but it it's very, like, skater... I don't want to say punk, but, like, that kind of vibe. Like, you actually play inside of a skate park, and it has that right. kind of, like... 12 to 14 year old vibe and this one uh -huh. ninjala with like all of the bubble gum it's like 7 to 11 vibe like still trying to be cool but not skate park cool just kind of like hang right. out bubble gum cool well no that's the, like it, you know so they they play a little above that because i did read the biographies for the eight main characters in this game and yeah they all are 12 to 13 years old so, you know, the, the characters themselves are older than the bubblegum aesthetic of it. Um, and there is the weird detail that, uh, I don't know, somehow this doesn't sit right with me. Apparently they, you know, the, so like the World Ninja Association developed this ninja gum uh, to unlock people's like latent shinobi powers and then discovered through ex uh, testing it that if adults chew it, they revert to 12 to 13-year-old children. So actually, four of the eight main characters in this game are adults trapped in kids' bodies. And they're, like, still fighting right. with kids. So is this just some way someone can fuck one of them? See, and I'm not going there. I'm not using... Any, I'm not taking that bait, Jesse. But no, that is where my mind went. I'm like, uh-oh, I don't want to see the yeah. fucking Rule 34 out. on this. No I'm thanks. <laughs> my mind immediately went to the scene in Billy Madison where he plays dodgeball. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, like... <laughs> It's still a kid body, but you have, like, an adult strategic mind. Like, he's going right. to fuck up a bunch of 12-year-olds. And see, that's how I felt, you know, playing the game for the first time. I'm like, I'm the only person playing this game right now that watched the tutorial, aren't I? Like, I'm whooping these kids' asses. <laughs> like, the first, like, three games, like, you know, so it's a it's an arena fighter. It's eight players. You score points by knocking out your opponents. Uh, you win the you, the fights are kind of cool so uh, when you're fighting against your opponent you're uh, slashing with one button and if you're pressing up on the joystick you do a standard attack down on the joystick does like a sweep attack left and right you do a teleport behind them to a certain direction and if you both do the same thing it activates like a rock paper scissors mode where you guys get into like a face off and have to choose the right command to like counter the other person's thing and then, like, you can do combo breakers and fucking crazy guard breaks and advances and stuff like that. And you score points. And, like, I think I won the first couple of matches. Like, I scored, like, 9,800 to, like, everyone else's 2,000. And it's like, okay, so I'm the only guy that fucking paid attention in class, right? Like, this, <laughs> this is really weird. And then, of course, as I, you know, I played, like, three matches, advanced my rank, like, 17 levels, and then met people that knew what they were doing. And the game got fun and challenging. <laughs> But for a couple minutes there, it was very much Billy Madison playing dodgeball. <laughs> um, I do want to shout out. I do want to shout out to Mork in the chat who posted a picture of the hammer weapon, uh, which is apparently just a giant set of skateboard wheels. Like, yep. you know what? I'm fucking into this. Kind of into it, yeah. Uh, all the weapons, like you know, the, so the, the weapons are divided into classes, and they all have wacky designs. So you got like the katanas. Uh, the hammers, yo-yos, and then, like, literal skateboards. 
And I, I haven't unlocked the skateboards yet, so I don't really know what they do, but it's like you skate around the arena and fucking hit people with them. <laughs> I'm like, alright, so that's very Bart Simpson, and I'm into it. I was gonna say, you um, do a kickflip and then kick it into their face. Yeah, something like that. You know, because ninjas know how to skateboard, of course. Obviously. Um, but yeah, and you know, when I say katana, it's really funny. That they're like, this is your katana, it's your standard weapon. I'm like, that's a nerf bat. <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is so kid glove. You, you know that nothing in this game is sharp. Everything, <laughs> it's so playful and like toy, like toy like. You know, like it's like, oh yeah, this is a katana. I'm like, that's a nerf bat. It's like, and you can make the you know katana bigger by blowing gum. I'm like, it's still just a big nerf bat. It's like, and you can unlock these additional katanas. It's like a scroll, a paper fan, a giant ear of corn, a stop sign. A guitar. I'm like, these are not katanas. None of these are katanas. <laughs> Here is your bladed naginata weapon. This is literally yeah. just a pool noodle. Exactly. That's pretty much what it feels like. And I mean, I'm not down on that necessarily, because when you're in the arena and you're just whacking and schmacking, it just, yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be killing these kids. I just want to be bopping them with a big nerf bat. So it, it works for me. I don't know. It's... <laughs> It's a melee weapon that you run around and hit people with. One of them is a Nerf bat. One of them's a paper fan. One of them's a stop sign. Like, one of yeah. these things doesn't belong here. <laughs> yeah, bash a bunch of kids over the head with a flying bee guitar. It's like, oh, he's fine. <laughs> you know, the gum absorbed most of the impact. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you got your hammers, which look like sushi or skate wheels or fucking... Uh, there was one that looked like a pair of the chattering, like, uh, gag teeth. Um, okay, that's fucking there's a, great. There's a hammer shaped like a sneaker, like a like a converse, but it's called Cerberus. I don't really understand what they're going for on that. Like, yeah. Uh, and then there's the yo-yo weapons. You want to talk about the most kid thing in there? Uh, there's these yo-yo weapons. You got like a yo-yo, a basketball on a string, or whatever. And one of them is totally just a fidget spinner. And I'm like, all right, they're going on the, they're going for the kid crowd hard. Like this game should be a hit with kids two and a half years ago. <laughs> when did this come out? Oh, just last year? Yeah, I think they missed. I think they missed the fidget spinner window. Because if they just called this the fidget spinner fucking ninja game and put it free on everyone's Switch, they would have made a lot of gotcha money. But they missed. It's, uh, you know, just missed. I don't know. My kid is really into fidget toys. and Still? I, and I've seen her talking to, like, other kids, and other kids are super into fidget toys. Okay, so, cool. Maybe I just don't know what's cool with kids these days. Yeah. My nephew fucking broke all his fidget toys yeah. a couple of years ago. But, you know, he, he's just now eight, so I don't know. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, wacky, wacky fucking weapons. Uh, the gameplay is actually pretty fun, uh... Like, you know, instead of Splatoon where you can swim through the ink, in this you can free run, so you can, like, run up the walls and uh, do all kinds of fun stuff like that. And you can uh, you can use, like, ninja powers to shapeshift into just, like, uh, blocks to camouflage yourself from the other fighters, which is really funny. Like, you know, I say blocks, but, like, uh, if there's a nearby, you know, speaker, you'll turn into a speaker and just stand there and wait for somebody to pass by and then fucking spring a trap on them. Like, you know. It's, uh, it's actually pretty fun, man. Mm. David, I think you might dig it. It's, it's, worth, it's uh, like, worth a download and maybe a couple hours of fucking around with it. <laughs> it. It definitely sounds like it's worth the price of nothing. 
Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, you know, do you want to buy the story mode? Chapter one is ten dollars. I'm like, fuck no. I guess I'm just playing this online. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then it was like, well, wait, maybe if the whole story mode's only ten dollars. Like, no, chapter two is ten more dollars. I'm like, yeah, fuck no. I'm not buying that. <laughs> like, nope. I mean, what, if it's, what if it's like a great a story though, right? What if this game's plot is like the new <laughs> Citizen Kane? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Orson Welles as yeah. Ninja Kid. <laughs> oh God! It's, you know they got a great team of screenwriters working on this. <laughs> Bazooka uh. Joe. Uh. <laughs> the first time a video game's ever won an Oscar. <laughs> Ninja. <laughs> um, and then the final thing I'll say: the music is cool. Uh, I haven't unlocked the, all the music tracks yet, but uh, music is an equipable item in the game for your character. So, like, you got your loadout with your weapon and your outfit and your music, and uh, the music changes in the arena depending on who's leading the match. And like, there's a DJ that announces, like, "Oh, we got a new leader," and then like starts, you know, doing some record scratches and spinning your tune, which is actually pretty fun. Um, and like I said, I haven't unlocked everything yet, but uh, I was looking through the sound test, and uh, they, they snuck in a few classic composers in here. Like, uh, PS1 fans might want to fucking download this game. Uh, Jesse, what if I told you they had a soundtrack? The three songs I played tonight. First song was by Michiko Naruke. <laughs> oh, man. Of, the name's very familiar. Of Wild Arms. Fame. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, second song was Noriyuki Iwadare. Uh, <laughs> Most, uh, mostly known for Grandia by us. And then the, the final song, that crazy dance beat, was Akira Yamaoka, a series composer for Silent Hill. So cool. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they snuck in some weird old composers into this. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I was like looking through the list. I'm like, okay, this company, that company. Akira Yamaoka? <laughs> Silent Hill guy? Like, <laughs> hit play and it's like this fucking techno boss beat? I'm like... Okay, <laughs> you got my attention now, game. I gotta unlock the rest of this music. I need to know, you know, because I've been googling trying to figure out what is uh, what music is this game. Not a lot of uh, information. Seems that no one gives a shit about this game. So, and I, I feel I have a feeling I won't give a shit about this game by the time this podcast comes out. But I'm intrigued by it now. It's uh, I'm having some fun and I want to hear some more tunes. So, uh, so that means yeah. I have exactly like five days to download this game so we can play together. That's what I'm saying, David. Yeah, exactly. You need to fucking get this game, uh, get up, rank up like 17 levels like I did in the first 30 minutes of playing, and then I'll see you in the arena, motherfucker. That's the, that's the plan. <laughs> so. Dude, this is awesome. I just got Ninjala. You got what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't remember ever playing a game called Ninjala, but yeah, I do remember some sick ass Yakira Amaoka Silent Hill music. Uh, anyway, uh, cool game, cool tunes, totally worth the price of zero dollars. And uh, Johnny, let's keep it going to game two. Game two.
Damn it, Johnny, you better pay attention to the show and not be oh. doing your coffee, dear. So, uh, this game has shipped over 3 million copies worldwide, making it the best-selling game in this series. Alright, um, get ready on the hat trick button, and let's see those answers slash guesses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, Johnny might have actually gotten it. Uh, uh, everyone is correct. Everyone says Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. I forgot, is that the hat trick button? Yes. Yes. Okay. I can so remember, I was expecting... Indiana Jones. Is Robert no, yeah, Calif we, up, we oh. update those from time to time. Is Robert California in this one? No. Okay. It's okay, David. It's a half Ultron, half Office reference. Is James Spader in a Hyrule Warriors game? Let's see. No, there. but he should be. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. David didn't watch The Office, Jesse. <laughs> Oh well, I watched the British Office. I didn't watch the American Office. James oh, Spader so was on the Office. To, yeah, you didn't get to season eight of the British Office. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. We flew wildly with, off the rails. With, yeah, uh, <laughs> Jeremy Newcastle. <laughs> and what confuses me even more is British TV seasons are like eight episodes, so there's like sixteen right. episodes total. 
I don't think there's yeah. 16 episodes in the first season of The Office. I think there's like 22. Like, how the fuck did it run? We're not going to talk about The Office. Um, well, no, okay, yeah. real quick. The American Office, the first season was an abbreviated six-episode season. After that, they resu- they did full American seasons. I think The Office ended with about 200 episodes or so. Anyway, fuck The Office. Um... You know, Age fuck of the office harder than Dunkin' Donuts coffee. That's right, Johnny. I'm calling out that tier list you made, Johnny. This is bullshit. What are you doing? S <laughs> tier? Like- Fast food coffee is an S tier, John. You're out of your mind. I like the idea that we're just going to keep adding to this tier list, so eventually, like, S tier is going to be, like, Starbucks coffee, A tier is the office, B tier is yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Dunkin' Donuts, James Spader, <laughs> below that is going to be McDonald's, Hyrule Warriors. Uh, I really yeah, want... That- whatever the tier list ends up being at the end of the episode, I hope that's the episode art. Actually, yeah, somebody somebody, please call, like, everything that we're doing tonight and put together a tier list based on every stupid fucking thing we discussed. I'll go ahead and put it out there for you. Ninjala, C tier. At best. No no hot takes here. Like, no, it's, uh, you know, mid-grade. Where, uh, where's Hyrule Warriors going on this, uh, this tier list, David? Because from everything I read, sounded like it was leading up to, like, you know, pretty top shelf and then ended up kind of C tier. I I would probably rank it as A tier. Um, mm. I really, really enjoyed this game. Um, you really, really enjoy all Hyrule Warriors games, right? Yes, but I don't yes. <laughs> like, I don't, I think I like it more than the first Hyrule Warriors but I don't think mm. I like it as much as Fire Emblem Warriors. Which is an interesting okay. take, but I was gonna, yeah, and actually, real quick. So you said this is the best-selling game in this series. Uh, do you mean the Hyrule Warriors series of three or so games? Uh, it's the best-selling Dynasty Warriors game. Really? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently it sold, like, uh, I just had the facts. Um, within... Yeah, it was, like, six in physical sales, and within, like, the first week it sold 324 percent more copies like hmm. oh jesus good for them um yeah. i guess that explains that because you know they've they've had to make so many dynasty warriors games to make up for the fact that not very many people buy them that must be why there's thousands of them yeah i think so if we, um, just it doesn't sell well so if, they just keep on putting it out <laughs> if we make a bunch of them someone's bound to buy one of them Mm-hmm. And Makes sense. They hit it with this one. Um, because the first Hyrule Warriors is like 90% Dynasty Warriors and like 10% Zelda. And this one's like 60-40. Like it's much more balanced, and there's a lot more Breath of the Wild in it, which is really cool. Mm. Um, because it adds that like freeness and openness that Breath of the Wild had, except it's a Dynasty Warriors game, so all of that freeness and openness is in the combat. You can like oh. explore levels and everything, but you instead of just you've got your basic combos, your light, your heavy attacks. Um, every character has a special action that they can perform. Every character can use the Sheikah runes, and then every character can find the elemental rods, the ice rod, fire rod, lightning rod, and you can use those. Um, Sweet. Plus, it adds the flurry rush, 
so if you dodge at the right time, everything slows down and you can get like a shit ton of hits in. So mm, underrated part of the uh, fucking Breath of the Wild mechanics. I love the flurry rush. So like if you are going up against one of the Hinox, you can just wait for it to attack, dodge and counterattack. Or you can use the Sheikah runes to like throw a bunch of bombs at it and hit its eye and activate its weak spot. Or you can wait until like it tries to belly flop on you, use the um, Cryonis and freeze it in place and then attack it. Like there's a lot of depth to the combat and that's good because this game is pretty much all combat and it makes it really fun. <laughs> I, just, I, I just, thought you were going to say like, it's got a little more Zelda in it. So like, I was like, oh, so like if you're fighting some guys in the desert and you're getting your ass whooped, you can just like teleport out of there and go to the forest instead like you know no 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 not a huge open map like you don't have you don't have access to the full breath of the wild hyrule is what you tell me you go to a lot of the same spaces but they're a little bit more confined gotcha you know still uh i like it man i i love the idea of it like just taking that you know fantastic asset that they had the map of breath of the wild and putting another game in it like great idea uh, it's almost why I feel like they're probably making that second Breath of the Wild game. It's like, this map, we could probably just move a couple things around, move some pieces around, and make another game out of this, right? Like, you know, we got more puzzles and shit. Yeah, okay, cool. Do it. What a great map. Um, and it's cool that you mentioned the map, because the map is kind of your mission select. Like, instead of just having a basic, like, story menu or whatever, you're just presented the map of Hyrule and, like, icons pop up and that's how you select everything so it it really has that breath of the wild feel to it well i mean david what is a map if not a mission select throughout the history of mankind what is a map if not a means of selecting a mission i mean that's a very valid point that's far more philosophical yeah. than i thought we were going to get to in a discussion about Zelda Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> really think about it, David. Well, yeah, maps have been letting men select their mission for centuries. X marks the spot, David. You try to get to the X. There's your mission. That's how a map works. Yeah. I think we need to add a new ranking to the tier list, X tier. And then that <laughs> tier is maps. Just a map. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, maps are so much better than Dunkin' Donuts coffee. <laughs> God, I fucking love maps. Um, mm. but <laughs> didn't see that coming, did you, baby? <laughs> I did not. No. Um. Uh, this game, uh, it does fix like some of the problems that I had with Breath of the Wild because the weapons do not break. Which <laughs> is say a, also the problem. Breath of the Wild was not a warrior's game. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but um, huge fix. <laughs> the fact that like you can choose any weapon you want and obviously you've got tiers of weapons like some are better than others if you have the giant lionel sword that's going to do better than like the rusty cracked sword but you can level up your weapons and you can add attributes like speed up and attack up so if you want you can beat the entire game with a mop or a branch and i've or uh what was the fucking item they gave you as DLC for like pre-ordering the game was a soup ladle? It was ladle? the spoon ladle. Yeah, it was the soup nice. ladle. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, and so this game is a prequel to Breath of the Wild and it does explore the War of Calamity. Um, 
but it's been out for a while. Is it okay if I kind of mention a slight story spoiler? Uh, is the spoiler that all the characters die? Because uh, that kind of happens before Breath of the Wild even takes place, David. It's okay to spoil that. Uh, no, there's there's some crazy, wacky shenanigans that go on in order to expand the roster, because it's a Zelda game, so they bring in time travel. They do? Interesting. How long, so, how long right. has this game been out? It came uh, out, like, seven months ago. Ah, you're fine to spoil it. Says Johnny, who doesn't fucking play these games. <laughs> but no, David, I'm, I'm not planning to play the game. I've avoided spoilers this long, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go, like, super in-depth, but, um, you spoiler can Spoiler alert. You yeah, spoiler alert. Um, Where's the spoiler alert drop, John? Uh, Make a sound. Uh. <laughs> Hot take. Spoiler. God, we had a fucking sound made for that and everything, and it's just never been used. <laughs> Hot take. These things happen. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, we have the calculated computer voice lady saying spoiler detected. Oh, we do. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I forgot about that. We We'll never been used. <laughs> All right, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm oh, God, it now. No. <laughs> David, start talking to spoilers. <laughs> so um, you can play as Link, Zelda, Impa, and you can also play as the four champions. And then there's time travel shenanigans, so you can play as the champion descendants as well. Oh, okay. Word. So, um... Yeah, That's not as weird as I thought you were going to say. I was like, oh, that, you know, I thought you were going to talk about them bringing in, like, other Hyrule warriors or like other Zelda timeline type characters, but no, okay, like you get to play as fucking uh, their descendants. So yeah. like you get you get to play as Sidon. Fuck, um, I can only think of Sidon and um, uh, you get to play as Riju. Riju, that's the name I couldn't think of. And she is the one that I wanted to talk about because she has a very Riju's the uh, Gerudo girl. Yeah, uh, the the. The bird man, he's, uh, what, Teba? Yeah, Teba, and then, um, Yunobu <laughs> is the Goron. Yunobu, of course. Um, yeah, that one I didn't remember at all. <laughs> but, um, Riju, her, her weapons are her headdresses, because you have to have, like, things you can upgrade and everything, but the, way that, the way that she actually attacks is she uses Patricia, her sand seal, so she's just, like, on a shield riding behind it while the sand seal is just like crashing through enemies and it's Dope. fucking great super cool man I love that sand seal race in Breath of the Wild what, so kind, yeah, of, that, you know. what kind of sound does a sand seal make David he's asking game you game three um, <laughs> he's not your trained seal Jesse I'm actually trying to remember what they sound like I don't remember just feel like All I hear in my head when I fucking was doing the like the sand surfing game was just like sick ass Tony Hawk music. I you know I don't remember them making sounds either. Um, although I do appreciate pick it up, you. Pick it up, <laughs> I do appreciate you mentioning that, John, because that brings me to the other thing that I love about this game that Breath of the Wild unlockable didn't have. Tony Hawk. <gasps> I wish. Oh my um, god. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk Warriors. You know, honestly, yes. I just find this game had kickflips in it. That'd be pretty sweet. You can mm -hmm. flip over the sand seal. Ooh, it is pretty great. Um, Go get you a Switch, baby. You just got sold. <laughs> you this just game has something that uh, Breath of the Wild didn't really have. Music. 
Because, well, like, I mean, Breath of the Wild has music, but a lot of it is, like, very soft yeah. environmental piano music. And this has, like, the rocking soundtracks. Like, oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to feel when I was, like, climbing up a mountain. Well, yeah, but also, you know, I, I defend Breath of the Wild's music. I think it's very fantastic, uh, you know. Yes. But it's two different vibes. Yes, if you're looking for Zelda uh, music through a, a fucking warrior's lens, then, yeah, this is what you're uh, you're after. I personally thought Breath of the Wild's music was fantastically done. Yeah, if you swapped the soundtracks, it would be two wildly different <laughs> <It'd> be- <laughs> experiences. <laughs> yeah, just picture going into all these sad places where their fucking ancestors have been dead and the world suffered this horrible apocalypse and it's just like raucous guitar, David. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, if I was exploring the Great Plateau and I had the main theme, like, rocking out like that last song, I'd be okay with it. Like, I mean, yeah. It'd be a way more of a hurry. You're prepared to learn about the calamity from a hundred years ago. Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then in, uh, in Age of Calamity, the music's all like, like real, like, and they're just, just real killing things. It's just like real somber. <laughs> you go yeah, through exactly. and just slash a hundred enemies in pieces, and then it's just like, <sighs> like that soft There's piano that- music. A chorus of chirping birds from the Rito village while you're fucking just annihilating guardians. God, I would like. love, I would love to swap the music in these games. That sounds, yes, that sounds great. great. <laughs> Making a project. Let's do this. Uh, um, no, David. I mean, the game sounds good. I, you know, I, I don't know that I, uh, I don't know that I love the Warriors games as much as some people do. That's why I haven't gotten into this one. And I guess I had heard that like this doesn't really do a whole lot of like filling in story for Breath of the Wild which is kind of what I was hoping for like it, does... it just seems like seems like they're just having fun with it a little bit which you know I, I don't begrudge them that but like I really enjoyed Breath of the Wild and it's like oh there's gonna be a prequel like cool they're gonna fill in some stuff and from what I heard it doesn't really necessarily fill in a whole lot it does some and you do get more like character interaction so you get to see Link and Zelda talking you get to see um, just z- talking? Just talking, yes. Um, mm, you get that's to see, what I was looking to fill in. You get to see um, Zelda and Urbosa and, like, their relationship. You get to see, Also, like, I would like that filled in. <laughs> you get to <laughs> yeah. see Mipha, Fuck like, Zelda and Link fucking. I want to see Zelda and Urbosa really getting down to business, man. That's, uh, that's actually what I'm there for. You get Good to Lord. see Mipha, like, crushing hard on Link. Like, it's sweet. That, too. I also want that filled in. Actually, yeah, Zelda and Link are the least essential stand in the whole series. I want... Zelda and Link fucking all the other guardians. <laughs> like, the champions, excuse me. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry, David, I'm just derailing you. <laughs> no, it's fine. We can talk about Zelda and Urbosa. Like, Who I would like that Daruk? too. Game um, three. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. No, you know, no, nobody loves Daruk, huh? Nobody loves the big fat Goron guy. I get it. They, you know, no, Nobody yeah. stands that fucking legend. Way to go, John. Yeah, thanks for fat shaming everyone. Yeah, man, fat rock guy shaming. For shame, you fat rock guy. Game three.
right. So um, the the senior producer of this game recalled our viewers asking if uh, the company could be more over the top than the third game in the series, which they took as a challenge. Uh, so while the first three games focused on uh, outlandishness and irreverence, the fourth focused on the supernatural and superpowers. guys who's got some uh, answers for me got my finger on that hat trick button think so yeah I think so wait on David you said this was the fourth in the series yes okay yeah so everybody wrote Saints Row 4 
And everybody's correct. This is Saints Row 4. I chose this game for one reason alone. The dubstep gun. It has a gun. Now, is it Sa Saints Row 4 or is it Saints Row the 4th? Uh, I think it's a Saints Row... F I Like, it's... I don't know. Um, I know that there was that... <laughs> there was that Austrian Prince Saints Row the 4th, right? And so there's some right. confusion there. And and he, he got assassinated. That sparked the Grand Theft Auto Saints War War. <laughs> World, World War Auto. God. Uh, yeah, you know, started the Great Console War of 2006 or so. Um, sorry, no, Johnny, you wanted to talk about the dubstep gun, not about... Dubstep uh, gun. You shoot yeah. it, it makes everybody do dubstep. I And uh, that's it. <laughs> do dubstep? What? You know, like, what? You know, like, everybody suddenly starts putting, uh, signing up for SoundCloud and uploading their own dubstep remixes. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which would, that would be amazing. Shoot them with a gun, they all start trap music YouTube channels. It's wild. <laughs> no, what does that mean, John? <laughs> it, it means that when you... They all start doing dubstep. Like, like dubstep music starts playing and they, uh, they all start, like, dancing to dubstep. That, like, that, you know, that dance that people do when they dubstep no I, I don't know that dance john and i need it demonstrated on stream right now continue yeah, do you, demonstrating do you see my t-rex arms right now <laughs> i thought it was just your general like it, limb confusion john i didn't realize you were actually demoing dubstep dancing yeah, right that, now what are you doing it's that thing where you sort of like i don't i, don't, I can't describe it with words like dancing i go like yeah dancing <laughs> the dubstep like there's a specific kind of dancing you do you don't just like is there? Yes, like you certainly don't skank the dubstep. That'd be weird. Like, yeah, you fucking do, John. I know you do. <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> yeah. God, I want to fool me, baby. I want to see the situation where Johnny is is at a place where they're playing dubstep, <laughs> and he's like, "It's time to skank." Johnny gets invited to a big underground rave. He's got this elaborate <laughs> dead mouse helmet on, and then he fucking just starts skanking <laughs> in the middle of the dance floor. Oh God, that'd be beautiful. God, I wonder if there's like a dubstep remix of any real big fish music. I got, I got some errands to run after the show tonight. Johnny, we're recording a podcast right now. Focus on. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, it's got some pretty crazy weapons. Uh, so you have the dubstep gun. You have, um, sorry, I'm trying to pull it up right now. There's a gun. It's also a, it's a DLC. the dubstep gun. Yeah. There's a DLC weapon called Merica. Uh, which is a gun that's made out of a light machine gun, a submachine gun, an auto shotgun, a heavy pistol, a minigun, a rocket launcher, a flamethrower, and a combat knife, all strapped together into one mega gun. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Color me intrigued. There's the, uh, there's a black hole launcher. Um, there, oh, where was it? There was a, I forget so what. Mega Man? Yeah. <laughs> very Mega Man. There's an inflato ray. It uh, you you shoot people with a ray and they pop like balloons. It's right. it's pretty out there. You you've forgotten like you've you went with all of the projectile weapons. You've forgotten the most important melee weapon in this game, the dildo bat. The dildo bat. Yes. Wait, is that a Saints Row thing? That's not a Grand Theft Auto thing. The Grand Theft Auto thing is just a dildo. This just one, a big fucking dildo. Yeah, yeah. this one. This one, a, it's it's like a baseball bat. It's got a handle, and it's a dildo. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, and there's also a tentacle bat, which is the same thing, but it looks like a tentacle. Okay, I'm into that. And which the could also probe. be a dildo. 
point, yeah. you know, if that's what you're into. Right, why not just call it a dick bat? Why has it got to be a dildo at that point? If you're going to put a handle on it, like, just have it be a fucking big penis. Well, because like, they, you know, they, ha- they also have a dick bat. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I underestimated this series. They're thorough. <laughs> Nothing if not thorough. Yeah, have you guys played any of the Saints Row games? No, this is kind of a blind spot for me, and I'm very upset by that, because when, when the Saints Row games came out, I was like, okay, I... John, I'm going to explain. You don't have to keep making that I'm, face. No, I'm, I'm going to keep doing the face until you do explain. Yeah he, does, I'm like, yeah, he does have to keep making that face, David, until you explain. Yeah. I was hey, like... I'm, seriously, you feel bad about missing the Saints Row games? Like, based on how these originally came out and were marketed as, like, a gang violence Grand Theft Auto counter, it exactly. seems like this would have missed you all, like, you know, like, from the get-go. So, yeah, I'm going to continue making the face. Gosh, exactly, I should really get to those Saints I, Row games. I was thinking about gang violence today. One day... <laughs> I played Grand Theft Auto Vice City on PS2. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't like, eh, I love this everything. When I saw Saints Row, I was like, oh yeah, it's a Grand Theft Auto clone. Fuck that. Like, no, I don't care. But learning more about it and how ridiculous it went, like, Saints Row 4, you get telekinesis and become a supervillain, and you run around and, like, beat up cops with a dick bat, like... You know, I feel like maybe I should have played this. And Keith motherfucking David's in it, too. (laughs) (gasps) Fuck. Who? Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Wait, (laughs) fucking game over, this motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Jesse just mentioned Keith motherfucking David. David and I both gasped appropriately as it's like, oh yeah, well that's a selling point. Like that's enough to justify sixty dollars for a game. And Johnny said, "Who? Who? Who? What are you, a motherfucking owl? Who? Keith, Keith David? Johnny Game Arr! Over Sound? Oh man, you're losing everything tonight, John. Game over." <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but none of you guys. guys, Oh, he was on the final (laughs) season of um, Community, right? That weird six season. He's going to know it from the worst thing possible, of course. (laughs) (laughs) He knows Keith David from the dumbest fucking thing possible, the the final season of Community. That's right, John. Okay. Yeah, I know that guy. Cool. (sighs) That guy. That guy. From that one episode of Community. No, no, no he was on the whole final season. Yeah, whole... He took over. He was he got a, he was a regular on the final season, the season that was released on Yahoo Screen, mm-hmm. the you know the one that only John watched. Um, <laughs> the final season of Community. Yes, John, that Keith David, okay. that guy, as it were. Yeah. So what else has he done? I would think that would start, like, rushing back to you now. Like, I've made a mistake. This man's been in thousands of things. <laughs> what else has he... Maybe not things that you've seen. We're, we're overestimating yeah. Johnny's ability to watch movies and television and play video games that <laughs> other people enjoy. What like, else has there's... he been in? Speaking solely for his voice actor credits, he's Goliath from Gargoyles. He's the Shadow Man from Princess and the Frog. He's fucking Spawn. Like, I've, I've seen none of these things. <laughs> I, I would have pegged you for watching Gargoyles, at least. No, I, yeah. I completely miss Gargoyles. 
Now David's gonna peg you for not watching Gargoyles, Johnny. Loop up. Somebody hand me the dildo bat. Exactly. Get David's dildo bat. Keith David's. Yeah, exactly. The Keith David one. The Keith David dildo bat. I've heard. Speaking of Keith David and dildo bats. Thick eight David. I can't wait to see where this is going. From what I understand in this game, you can romance all like all the side characters, but like if you try to side uh, romance Keith David, he'll refuse no matter what. That seems Good. appropriate. Like he keeps it professional. No. I think he's the vice. Wild president. horses can't be tamed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't romance that man. Uh, fuck. Anyway, um. No, I'm sorry. The Keith David outrageous side. Johnny, um, you didn't actually play this game, did you? No, I did not. I chose it for the uh, I chose it for the dubstep gun. Dubstep gun, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got it. Uh, it does seem fun. I I am also, that's the thing, much more accurately, or like much more on, you know, in character than David's whole thing. I'm you know, embarrassed that I never played these games because like I was a big Grand Theft Auto player. I'm a scumbum. <laughs> and you know, this game came out, you know, Saints Row came out. I'm like, all right, well that do I have time for another like open world Grand Theft Auto game? I don't know, we'll see. And it just kind of you know passed me by and then by the time this one came out and I heard that they'd gone like crazy off the wall and like my fucking uh you know kind of goofy cousin was like, dude, you gotta play that game. I'm like, you know, eh. Now I don't, I almost don't know if I do want to play it. Like yeah, I liked it more when it was a Grand Theft Auto competitor, not so much when it's like, you know, crazy off the walls swarming with dubstep guns and fucking like superpowers. But I can I can fully see the merits of it. <laughs> but see, like, <laughs> that's that's the difference between you and me, John. Like, here's a gritty open world gang violence game. We're gonna take one hundred percent serious, all you. We're gonna add dildo bats and like shark guns. All right, now you're talking my language. Well, no, but it, it's almost like I have to have gotten in on the ground floor, you know? Like I, I was playing Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City and San Andreas and 4 and 5, and it's like, yeah, okay, all these things, you know, uh, good. Logical escalation of the same series. I, I miss Saints Row. Uh, you know, and then I hear about Saints Row 4, and I'm like, okay, so Saints Row, it's still just a Grand Theft Auto clone, right? No, it's about superheroes and fucking, like, wild shit and dubstep guns. I'm like, it is? Yeah, th I think, no. I mean, that's kind of what happened to I've me. Missed, I've missed too much to get into this series. <laughs> when I when I first heard about Saints Row, I just heard about it as, like, kind of a Grand Theft Auto ripoff or something like that, right? That was, like, how it was covered. If, if that's not what it was, that's what IGN wanted me to think it was. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, I, yeah, the, I think this game was where I was like, no, this game's, like, fucking insane. <laughs> like, yeah, good. And has Johnny written all over it. I got, I got to get into and, this. And see, the funny part about it is I love Grand Theft Auto with all the cheat codes. So, yeah. like, <laughs> this just sounds like they fucking programmed all the cheat codes in as part of the game. I'm like, I should have played these. Like, what, what's wrong with me? Like... <laughs> I would go through great lengths to fucking do wild, dumbass shit in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and this game is like, we have a whole game right here where you can do all that wild, dumbass shit. That's the whole point of the game. And I'm like, eh, I'm, I, I didn't look at the magazine ad hard enough. I didn't realize that's what this was. Like, oops. Say <sighs> la vie. Market your fucking game better, Saints Row creators. <laughs> yeah. Game you know, four. <laughs> would have played it. <laughs>
Um, so this game, um, the subtitle is uh, a reference to the verticality in the game. Um, there's also, they've added some uh, animals to help you. There's, you could uh, use up to four on any given uh, mission or quest. And uh, this game by, on April 27th, it was reported to have sold six million units.
All right, guys. Let's see some answers. And uh, Johnny. Uh, Poor Johnny. Pay attention. <laughs> drew man. a dick drinking McDonald's coffee, saying I'm loving it. And John and David have the correct answers with Monster Hunter Rise. This is Monster Hunter Rise, and uh, it's a pretty amazing game. Just to throw that out there, um, it is so good, guys. If you if you have switches, you got to get on on this. Do I? Yeah, we could play together. I know, I really want to, but I got so burned by the last time I, I bought a Monster Hunter game. You know, the best Monster Hunter yeah. game ever made. <laughs> um, I, I didn't have the time to put into it, man. Like, uh, I really want to get into this series. <laughs> well, this one, especially since it's on the Switch, because you can play it on the go, um, so you can, like play it while you're watching something on TV if you want to do that. True. You know, so there's there's definitely, you know, some pros with the, being on the Switch. You know, I want to say something that, you know, might be, you know, kind of stupid. It, it's been four years since the Switch has been out. I really don't play it undocked very much. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm so, with you. Somehow I think of it as a TV system. I don't really undock it all that often. I, I talk about how it's good for that. And, like, I'll, I'll take it on the go every now and then. I'll, you know, I'll play a game as I'm falling asleep or, like, you know, if nobody's home, I'll, I'll walk around the house and, like, take a shit and play a game and, you know, like, just have it with me and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. But, like, you know, I, I, like, somehow the Switch is, like, I'd say 95% of the time I'm playing on the TV. And it's like, oh, well, if, you know, my son wants to watch something on TV, I'm not popping the Switch out and playing something during it. I'm like... I guess I have to watch Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood again. Like, uh, you know. <laughs> See, hey, wait a minute. I could have been playing games this whole time. <laughs> I'm the complete yeah. opposite. Like, within the last two weeks or so, I've started using the Switch on the TV. Otherwise, I play it mostly in handheld mode. Like, even when I'm at home, like, nobody's using the TV. I'll just pop it out and sit on the couch and play it. I feel like that works for a lot of the games that are, like... You know, kind of like indie games and things. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, somehow, like, Celeste feels great playing handheld. But, like, I can't play fucking Smash Bros. Not on the TV. Like, it doesn't feel right at all. And, you know, I don't know, man. It, it, you know, it's a... Uh, it might just be a me problem. Because I know a lot of people that play Switch almost solely undocked. And I'm just like... Hmm. I don't know. Although yeah. it was funny, because usually... Um, like, I'll take it whenever I have to commute obviously and like that also comes in handy i drive to and from work every day so I, you know i don't have a commute i would love to have a fucking like sit and play video games commute playing like animal crossing in handheld mode on the train is great and then i get home pop it in put animal crossing on the tv it's like oh wow this looks so much better on an hd tv yeah. <laughs> It does. I mean, it looks nice. <laughs> I mean, John, have you tried playing Switch while driving? Don't knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, I'm honestly racking my brain because, like, I, I, you know, there have been times where it's been in the car and, you know, no, actually, no, you know, I, I did some 3DS while delivering pizzas back in the day, but no, I haven't really played the Switch in the car. Um, because that's the other thing. Like, if I'm taking a long road trip, I'm pretty much the one driving and, like, you know, Whitney's not going to fucking sit there and play Animal Crossing while we're driving. So, you know, no, it, it, you know, I don't know. I'm not using it to its full potential. Hey, 
Hey Whitney, play Animal Crossing for me while I play while I drive. Exactly. Describe what you know. Read yeah. to me what the animals are saying to me, please. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll glance over and see if you're doing it yeah. okay. I need you to deliver a package to the tiger, please. I need to. Damn it! You lost that that shark. Yeah. You why did you catch it? Do I, it's do right I hear? There. Is that is that sound of a balloon blowing by, <laughs> sweetie? Get the slingshot out. Shoot that fucking thing down. There could be eggs in it. <sighs> Anyway. But are there eggs in Monster Hunter Rise? Exactly. Are there, there are s- eggs. slingshots and eggs? Um, yes. Okay, yes. good. So, Game five. Yeah. So Monster <laughs> no. Hunter Rise, basically Animal Crossing New Horizons. You know, in a way, yes. Because, uh... <laughs> you, you, in a very you, uh, accurate way, yes. <laughs> you go around the, you know, the woods, or uh, like a desert or whatever, and and you meet different animals and um kill them you uh you <laughs> i was going was going to say i really want to play the animal crossing game where you just butcher the able sisters and wear their quills as oh. armor fuck yeah but, so so you you like do a series of like bartering and and conversations you know and uh through that you get access to uh, gifts that they give you and uh, you can use those gifts to uh, make a clothing or furniture for your uh, room um, like little statues and and cool paintings of uh, the monsters that you've befriended and uh, <laughs> and by befriended I mean you can fucking murder <laughs> these things I would love an Animal Crossing Monster Hunter game where you uh, arrive on an island and you have to kill these poor animals who all just want to build houses and all you can do to attack them is bopping them with a net. Yeah. <laughs> they, they finally just get annoyed and rip off their own skin and hand it to you and then move away from the island. Like, yeah, that guy's a fucking dick. And then someone notices that you have a new net that looks like uh, someone who moved away from the town. Exactly. Well, you got, a, like, got the jitters net. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. I thought he moved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Animal Crossing could cross over with many things. Monster Hunter is yeah. actually high on the list of that. So. Well, didn't they do in one of the other Monster Hunter games where you could get like an Isabel outfit for your little companion? Did they? I think so. Yeah, yeah. No I think on the. Yeah. The last Switch one. Which is odd, because aren't your little companions cats, not dogs? Well, well, I well mean, John, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to say, they're also so, not Mega Man, <laughs> but you can dress them up as Mega Man. Well, yeah, but so, I'm just saying, you know, a, a cat dressed as Mega Man makes more sense than a cat dressed as a dog, David. Cats and Mega Man aren't diametrically opposed, you fucking wacko. John, I dress my cats like dogs all the time. And that doesn't speak well to how acceptable it is. <laughs> if Johnny does it, you know it's fucked up. It helps my dog just feel so much more comfortable. <laughs> the cats look like dogs. Johnny, you, know, you really shouldn't be trying to breed your dog with your cats. That's all I'm going to say. Your business is your own. I'm sorry, Jesse. You were talking about dogs because I do not, no, I, I do not want to get I, into Johnny genetically engineering pets. <laughs> I legitimately was not trying to segue. I thought it was funny dressing a palico as a dog. But, Jesse, if there are dogs in this game, too, that's dope. I want to know about it. So, yeah, uh, new to the series is uh, they're called Palamutes. Fuck and yeah! And so now you have dogs, and you can ride on the dogs. So, like, getting to monsters is, like, way faster. You just hop on the back of your, your, your Palamute. Um... 
Then you get to the, the, the monster, you jump off, the Palamute starts fighting. Uh, if you're playing by yourself, then you also get your cat friends. So you could have a cat and a dog fighting with you. You could say fuck it and have two dogs. You could say fuck it and have a two cats, you know. Um, or you could go online and play with people. And um, <laughs> Nope. Well, so oh, what's cool, though, is uh, before... Like, say you just played with, like, two pe- like one other person, then each of you got to bring, like, your palico. But, um, but so if you played with four people, then no palicos. And sometimes palicos can be helpful because they can heal you and stuff. And, uh, but in this one, um, everybody brings one of their pets. So you could have it to your, your palamute, so you're running around on wolves. You got four hunters riding around on wolves, which look pretty badass. Um, tracking down a big fucking dinosaur dragon. Um, or I've been lately bringing my cat, um, because, uh, he can heal me and that's really helpful. Um, usually, yeah. And, <laughs> and also I just made a cool armor set. So he looks like a, a purple genie flying on a, a magic carpet, which is pretty amazing. All right, yeah, um, dope. yeah. <laughs> and my dog is dressed up in this like weird, like, uh, purpley, like leather suit with like, uh, <laughs> Like, like, stitches and stuff on it. I think he's made out of, like, jellyfish parts. It's pretty fucked up. Um, so the dog is pimped out pretty good. Um, uh, there's some cool weapons, like the hunting horn, which is what I've been playing lately. It's basically just this gigantic, like, hammer-looking thing that you play music out of. Um, one of the designs looks like a, like a purple, like, giant saxophone with, like, mushrooms coming out of it. It was just pretty badass looking. Sweet. Um, and let's see. Uh, as far as like weird, wacky weapons, um, I have a recipe to where I can make um, this like dual swords, but instead of swords, they're like chopsticks with uh, dango rice balls on them. So you can just go kill monsters with dango rice balls. Um, I'm into it. Let's <laughs> see. Yeah, there's a. Uh, you can make a sword and shield that's like a uh, an umbrella and uh, the umbrella <laughs> thing, which is pretty great. Um, <laughs> that's not a sword and shield. That's an umbrella. <laughs> you need to stab dragons with a monster an umbrella for, for forty years. <laughs> Why did anybody tell me? <laughs> we all thought it was funny. That ain't funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. Like. I I've always, I always love Monster Hunter's like weird sense of humor, like the whole like, you know, you got cats making your food and they uh, sing a little song every time you you order the food, and you know there's cat hair in there, but you also know it looks like it's fucking delicious, so you'd be like, well, a few cat hairs isn't that big of a deal, um, and like, but the the like sense of humor, like when you like are out on a hunt and and uh, cooking your meat. And if you do it just right, you get like this like lady voice that goes so delicious <laughs> just out of nowhere. And you're like, okay, cool. Um, and uh, like the monsters are like these big terrifying things, but like it never feels like a, like a grim dark situation. Like I don't know, it's it's a very upbeat murder the monster simulator, you know. <laughs> and I they try it. to uh, yeah. yeah, they try to uh, say how it's like. They're being mind controlled by this like elder dragon. It's just for some reason making these monsters attack, you know, the village. 
And they have this new, like, it's kind of like a tower defense situation where they just throw a whole bunch of monsters at you and you gotta, like, build, like, uh, ballistas and cannons and fight them with that stuff or, or set, like, these giant traps to where you, like, they get up next to the wall and these big, like, drills just come out of the sides and just start fucking things up, which is pretty crazy mode, um. <laughs> It gets real hectic when you get like a, a Rathalos and a Raytheon and a like Kezu like right there just fucking dragons and weird worm things just fucking shit up. That sounds like something I would dig less. I really just want to play these games online like online with friends and hunt monsters. So, I, you know, tower defense mode, yeah, like that sounds yeah. cool and wild and shit, but like... Yeah. Like you have to do like it doesn't it's not as hectic as I'm making it sound. It can get hectic if you know, if you're fighting like one of the higher ups. You have to do a couple of them to like progress the quest. So like you have to do a few, but um It's not like an the integral main monster thing. hunting. Yeah. Like you, once you get those out of the way, you don't have to touch them again unless you want specific parts. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it's real good on online. Um there's no voice chat. But I mean, you can not even use... in the uh, Nintendo no, Switch no. app. No, nope. What? But um, <laughs> but Whack. like you know, everyone, everyone like you use Discord now and stuff. So it's like, it's not like it's impossible to not, you know, chat with people. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I'm also uh, you know, as much as uh, yeah, uh, uh, let's see, let's see how many weird Switch uh, you know hot takes I can drop. I'm not you know fully committed to playing Undocked. I am actually a pretty big advocate of their voice chat app. I think it works really well. Yeah. I think it's fun. Like, yeah, so. Well, it, instead of opening that app, open Discord app. I, I guess I will. Either way, either way, you're opening an app. But it's, just, it's funny. Like, you know, people, like, when Nintendo announced that option, they're like, that's a stupid fucking, like, workaround. You know, this this the app is whack. I'm like, have you tried it? I actually, I, uh, I played with it a little bit. That, that app works, man. That, that, I mean, it's a good app, yeah. Yeah, app is good. A little disappointed this doesn't use it because this would be like one of the big things that uses it. This is a big multiplayer online, you know, multiplayer focused online game where you really need to be able to communicate with who you're playing with. It's not like Mario Kart. I honestly don't want to talk to anybody. Monster Hunter need to talk to everybody. <laughs> so I don't know. It would be fun to play Monster Hunter and play it like Mario Kart, just talking shit the whole time. Like, ah, you fucking didn't kill that monster. Yeah. Hey, wait. That affects me, too. We're in a hunting party together. You, uh, should have killed that monster. Shame on you. Shit, we're on the same team. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, exactly. I just realized. I don't get the armor either. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and also, just to throw it out there, you can capture monsters. You don't have to always kill them. And so. wait. When you capture them. Can you send them into battle on your behalf well, the next time? Well, no, that happens in uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 coming out in June or July, I think, which looks actually kind of fun. So wait, um, Monster Hunter Stories is a Monster Hunter Pokemon? Am I understanding that correctly? Kind of. They're called like Wyvern Riders, and it's like people that like can ride on the monsters. Mm. It looks... This new game looks pretty dope. It's like an RPG where you have a fucking Rathalos or a, a Kezu or like any of those fun yeah. monsters. You yeah, know? that sounds dope. <laughs> so I'm, I might be double dipping my Monster Hunter. Hmm. If you know what, what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. But um, yeah. There's 
this game is so much fun though hunting the monsters and getting the cool weapons and the cool armor and and just you know constantly getting upgraded and like also what's fun is like um you can ride on the monsters now oh. so like you can like like stun them enough to where like you have this thing called a wire bl- bug which kind of lets you spider-man around levels too um hey really speaking my language i mean holy shit (laughs) like it's not okay so you get like two wire bugs so you use one and you use the other one and they have to like recharge for a second but you can still like swing around uh like get uh like height advantage on the monster like swing above them and then just pull your weapon out and drop down and fuck them up that way there's like specific moves where you use the wire bug like one of them like uh the dual blades, if, if you're really close, you just, like, shank the monster with it. And then, um, after a while, that thing will explode. And so, like, basically, you just stuff, like, a bomb into their face or wherever you put them. Uh-huh. And, um, once you do enough of those wire moves, they get all, like, groggy and you can jump on their back. And, uh, then you can either run them into walls, which is kind of funny and Love sad. That. Or if there's another monster around, you can fight that monster and knock like parts off of it, and like it's you get to do like one of their super cool moves against another monster, and that's always super cool. Like while you're riding it, you get the Rathalos to do the cool, like flip in the air and then launch fire down on the thing, and you're just like, yeah, I'm riding on this yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking credit for that move. Just, you yeah. know, I'm on this thing's yeah. back. I, I did I, that. <laughs> I made the dragon do it. Fuck yeah, dude. That but, sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, they've they've added a lot of cool stuff to this game. Can you just um, defeat a monster by busting it like a wild horse? Like, can you hop on a Rathalos and eventually just, like, wear it down by fucking riding that thing? And then eventually it's, like, your Rathalos, it's your mount? I mean, yes and no. Um, <laughs> More accurately, no. <laughs> yeah. It's not monster, bronc buster. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're inside of its skin eventually, so that's kind of Ooh. like writing. Now you're speaking my so. language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word to the wise, Jesse. If you ever hear that you're speaking Johnny's language, it might be time Get to out. move on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter Buffalo Bill. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, no, uh, you know, honestly, you're kind of selling me on the game. Like, I'm I, telling you, know. you it's, it's, it's fun. Especially like, uh, yeah, if you're I've been playing this friends. dumbass free to play ninja game. I'm like, you know, I could play a not free to play really good game. Like, online. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a tough call. Like, you know, do I play a crappy game for free or a really good game for not free? That is the question. Hmm. Depends on how much you hate yourself, I guess. Hmm. Depends on how much I want to play with you guys. The answer is, I want to play with you guys a ton. So, you know, instead of playing wacky fucking ninja slap game, I might play, uh, might have to put my hands on some Monster Hunter. Like, there, you know, there's not any, like, further, like, DLC or anything once you're in there, right? Like, once you're in, you're hunting, you're hanging with your friends, right? Yep. Alright, yeah, that sounds good. And they add stuff, they just added a patch that added three new monsters. Um, one of them is a, uh, a big, like, 
thing that flies and it like drops these eggs that explode lava everywhere. Dope. Uh, so that thing is fucking annoying and great. Sounds uh, good. There's another thing. This is like a big giant chameleon dragon. So it can just be like, oh, I'm invisible now. And then you're like, oh, good. Where is it? And then this <laughs> long fucking tongue comes out of nowhere and slaps you. And uh, so that's funny. Hmm. Um, and then there's like a three-headed lion thing with wings that I haven't fought yet. I kind of want to go back to the <laughs> the monster with like You want to go exploding. back to the skin thing? Because I want to go back to the skin thing. No, Johnny, no, shut David, up. No, David, don't speak Johnny's language. <laughs> I, I want to go back to the, the monster that has the, like, exploding lava eggs, because eggs are supposed to be the embryos of their children. So if inside the eggs is lava, I am very concerned about well, the gestation okay. cycle of this monster. So, their, their babies are igneous so, rocks, yeah, David, David you, that's you, correct. You clearly failed high school biology. All <laughs> eggs are in lava. You also all, failed Earth space science, you dumb motherfucker. All <laughs> eggs are bad. Yeah. Um, no. Wait, they're so supposed I, to be filled with larva, not lava. <laughs> oh, I got the translation oh. all wrong here. <laughs> God, yeah, I made a mistake. It was all, it was all an accident. God, that was, that was, was an a awkward typo version. in the high school textbook. Just imagine the programmer on Monster Hunter Rise being like, all right, when the egg explodes... The larva pop out of it, and then when like Jesse's playing it, lava busts out. It's like, wait, what? What did you do? Like, lava, right? Larva. Oh, oh that's egg on my face. <laughs> oh God, my face! Hot melting face. <laughs> oh God. Um. But no, they're not eggs. For, like, they're just shaped like eggs. Okay. They're just like, he has these, like, so, like, he has these weird, like, dangly bits. Like, in, like maybe he just has a whole bunch of ball sacks. So it's a boy <laughs> monster. <laughs> and it's what a, a boy. Yeah, it's like 30 boys. <laughs> it's a boy. Like, and what a boy. No, those are the lava sacks. Yeah. yeah. But he, he, just, he, fl he flings them everywhere and they explode after a while. And it's so annoying. I'm into it, man. It's great. Yeah. But so. yeah, this a lot of cool monsters, a lot of great weapons. Each weapon plays different. It's like a you know it's a really excellent Capcom series. Yeah. Didn't I hear that Monster Hunter World is like just about to become the best selling Capcom game of all time? Yes. Dope. Good. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Monster Hunter should take the crown, man. Um, I agree. Fuck Resident yeah. Evil. Indeed. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And if you want me back on Street Fighter, unfuck it. But uh, until then, I might just have to jump back into Monster Hunter, man. That sounds great. Uh, oh, yeah. Jesse, anything else on Monster Hunter Rise? Um, is Bane in this game? Um, no. At any point, do you break? Uh, someone's back and then have to spend a bunch of time in a pit like rehabilitating it is uh, Anne Hathaway in this game um no but there's a movie <laughs> that has um Mila Jovovich in it yeah is, is Mila Jovovich in this game actually that's a much no. better thing to ask like no. fuck all these but, Batman fucking references <laughs> yeah uh, like did but, they tie this into that movie at all did a monster no. Hunter movie come out this year or not <laughs> Diablos is in this game, and he's in that movie. So that's okay, good. that's cool. Uh, he's the dragon with the giant horns that come out that look kind of like devil horns. I, the I, guy from Legend? 
Yeah, Tim Curry is in Monster Hunter. You fight him. I desperately want to play. That's that's how you get me into the Monster Hunter series, where you climb up on the cliff and you fight Anne Hathaway. <laughs> uh, Anne Hathaway teamed up with Tim Curry from Legend. Oh, what a fucking all, beautiful. All that tells me is that David wants to wear Anne Hathaway's skin. <laughs> no, that's me, guys. <laughs> that's me. You're thinking oh, wait, of. we got our wires crossed. Yeah, right. Oh, whoops. Johnny Oopsies. wants to be... The Catwoman. So, yeah. God, you know, I've I've never thought of it before, but that sounds pretty sweet. Johnny wants to be a palico, baby. It's confirmed. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, But no, I'm sorry, Johnny. You you can't ride the palicos. Uh, You can only ride the palamutes. So you want to be the the Monster Hunter dog, not the Anne Hathaway in the game. Uh, These references are barely stringing together at this point we really should move to the final game (laughs) game five
I clicked back and Johnny's got his shirt off. Cool. Um, so it's hot in here, David. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's it is hot, hot in there, man. Here. Um, <laughs> if you look at the logo for this game, hidden in the lens is a silhouette of Chun Li from Street Fighter. <laughs>
was grooving so hard to that music, I forgot to write anything. I was just, I was just in the moment. That's okay. I can totally say that you draw drew a penis. It's fine. I still got a second here. Mm. Okay. Will the penis have a handle? That's the question. Well, while Johnny is drawing his penis, um, I do want to give a special thanks to Silver Nova in the Discord who provided this request. There you go. Right, John penis with the handle. Jesse. All right, so he says, <laughs> um, Johnny has a penis with a handle. Um, John Harrington says Saints Row the Third. Uh, sadly, incorrect. And Jesse has the correct answer. This is Dead Rising Two off the record. So yeah, this is the pseudo sequel to Dead Rising 2 cool. did anybody play this game I played Dead nope. Rising 2 a little bit but I never I never played off the record nope. okay um, I never got this game for the 360 and this is another blind spot because this game did something that I really wanted the Dead Rising series to do. Uh, this had a sandbox mode where you did not have a time limit. And that's what I really wanted, because I just wanted to, like, build wacky weapons and fuck up some zombies and not have to worry about getting from point A to point B in less than 20 minutes or whatever. Um, so I was really wanting to play this game, and then for some reason when it came out, I just, I just never got it. So, uh, okay. who who requested this one again? Uh, this is Silver Nova in Silver the Discord. Nova. Sweet. So, um, you <laughs> it's basically like a side, an alternate reality side story where you play through Dead Rising Two, but as Frank West instead of Chuck Green. Um, so you, oh, right. So you still have Camera the like photography aspect to it. Um, but you also still have the ability to combine weapons that Chuck could do. Um, and it did add additional weapons. Um, my favorites were probably the Decapitator, which is a boomerang with knives taped to it. Ooh. And then there's the Electric Crusher, which is a combination of a sledgehammer and a car battery. So you basically get like a super electric charged sledgehammer. God, why hasn't there been, like, a Crocodile Dun Dundee movie where he throws a boomerang with knives all over it? Or I guess maybe a Mad Max movie would make more sense for that. Either yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> Crocodile Dundee movies are typically gentle fish-out-of-water comedies. Yeah, but he's got um, the knife, right? Like, yeah. cool. Why doesn't he murder people? <laughs> why does he go to New York City and throw boomerang knives at strangers? <laughs> I That's not a knife. When's the last time you saw Crocodile Dundee, John? I mean, how much of that movie do you think he spends fighting people? <laughs> I've actually never seen Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> You think it's like about a serial killer? Crocodile just, Dundee yeah. 4, Paul Hogan takes Manhattan. All I know about yeah. Crocodile Dundee is Paul Hogan is into knives, so it totally makes sense to me <laughs> that he would throw a boomerang with knives on it. I love the idea that Crocodile Dundee 4 is Crocodile Dundee takes Manhattan when that is exactly what happened in the first Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, David, you just wrote Crocodile Dundee again. 
Well, this one he takes. Yeah, Manhattan. takes what he wants. I, I love <laughs> the knife. Like it. That's not a boomerang of knives. It's, it's a boomerang of knives. I love that Johnny knows nothing about Crocodile Dundee and yet somehow knows he should have a boomerang. Well, I well, know no, he's he, The only thing he knows is that he's a knife enthusiast. Yeah, and from Australia. That I do know. Knife is spoony before. <laughs> um, no, John, Jesus. <sighs> he doesn't throw. At no point in this series does he throw a boomerang. <laughs> you need the boot. Which is a shame. <laughs> I mean, Crocodile Dundee is one of the stupidest film series of all time. Like, you know. God, did we just determine the movie poll? Are we going to watch goddamn Crocodile Dundee now? <laughs> Next time I'm, that oh, it's Johnny's no. pick, yes. I was imagining, like, a Dynasty Warriors type game, but your Paul Hogan <laughs> whipping, bo- whipping boomerangs of knives at just, like, Endless Kangaroo. And <laughs> just. It, or emu would make sense too. Endless kangaroo is my favorite sex move. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, I want to give that plenty of room to breathe because that was a fucking really funny thing to say. Uh, two, Paul Hogan as Crocodile Dundee does not kill kangaroos, John. If you had seen the <laughs> movie, a, you would know that. Sure. He's a friend of nature. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna piss in these kangaroos' pouches. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's the thing. So it would be it would be a Dynasty Warriors game where you're playing as Paul Hogan, but he would be fighting fucking like tourist poacher hunter guys, and your allies would be kangaroos and aborigines and shit. Okay. It would be great. And, and Cheech from Shrimp on the Barbie. Wait, what? Yeah, Cheech was in Shrimp on the Barbie. He owned the Mexican restaurant. Uh, okay, well it's been a long time since I've seen the Shrimp on a Barbie commercial. No, no. it's a movie. What? <laughs> okay, then, then I am I'm lost. Is I that thought, Crocodile Dundee 2? Is it Crocodile Dundee 2 Shrimp on the Barbie? <laughs> I thought you were referring to the famous ad campaign trying to drive tourism to Australia in which Paul Hogan encouraged people to throw another shrimp on the Barbie. I just figured it was in the same universe since it was also in Australia. Well, it, and the, it is. The Australia I mean, Cinematic Universe. The ACU. Is there really a movie called Shrimp on the Barbie? Yes, and Cheech Marin is in it. But wait, is it, a- is it is it is Cheech Marin in it, or is it a Cheech and Chong movie called Shrimp on the Barbie? I really hope it's, it's- that. <laughs> no, it's not Cheech and Chong. It's oh, Cheech Barbie's Marin not here, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, there is a 1990 film called The Shrimp on the Barbie. I had no Why idea. would I make that up? <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I thought you were misremembering things. It doesn't even have Paul Hogan. <laughs> No, but it's in Australia. I figured. You know, Paul a- Hogan isn't in every Australian movie. They have a yeah. wide range of actors. He's in the fucking ad campaign that popularized <laughs> the phrase "throw another shrimp on the Barbie." That's how he got Crocodile Dundee. There was a fucking ad campaign in the '80s trying to drive tourism to Australia, starring Paul the fuck Hogan, <laughs> where he encouraged you know people to come to Australia because we'll throw another shrimp on the Barbie. So, you know, I'm sorry that my confusion (laughs) led to us having to explain that Cheech Marin made a 1990 (laughs) comedy film called Shrimp on the Barbie that grossed, hold on, $458,000. I'm sorry that I was the one that was confused. it's it's not a Cheech and Chong movie. (laughs) 
No, it's, it's a he, like, Cheech he's, movie. It's like he's not, he doesn't play Cheech, but for, he's Cheech, you know, so it's, he's always Cheech. For a second when oh. you said 458, I thought you were going to say million, and my mind was about to be blown. <laughs> Billion. <laughs> I forgot it was the number one movie of 1990. Yeah. For, <laughs> it was number one until Titanic. <laughs> it was Trip the avatar the of its time. It was the number one yeah. movie of 1990. <laughs> Fuck Dick Tracy. It's all about Shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah, no. So uh, next, next movie, Paul, Shrimp on the Barbie, Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Yeah, which Paul Hogan adjacent movie will be we uh, Young Einstein, you know, have Flipper. serious. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, that's perfect. Jesus. Um, okay, I'm sorry. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> Trip on the Barbie. Right. I mean, uh, the famous Australian ad campaign in which uh, sketch comedian Paul Hogan encouraged people to come to Australia and he said, we'll throw another shrimp on the Barbie, which then got him Crocodile Dundee, in which he does not throw a fucking boomerang covered in knives. <laughs> That's right, we're talking about Dead Rising 2 off the record. Would this game have been better if Frank West were played by Crocodile Dundee? I well, would yes. say no. <laughs> I would say yes. Big <laughs> yes. Paul well, Hogan, actually, a shitbag. I can oh, actually, I can, I can hold those hot takes back until we actually comment on a Paul Hogan movie on the movie Patreon. But well, uh, what, yeah, what Paul if, Hogan turns out actually a piece of shit. What about Frank West played by Cheech Marin? That now we're good. talking. <laughs> yes, that would be good. See, <laughs> I know something about these zombies, man. <laughs> see, I was going to say, like, I'd be okay with Frank West as played by Paul Hogan just because Frank West is a wrestler and I could see him wrestling crocodiles, but Fuck yeah. Cheech Marin, Frank West, <laughs> I want that so much more. Just zombies swarming everything and he's just beating them to death with a bomb. Zombies aren't here, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're everywhere, Essay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's the last Cheech impression I'm doing. Yeah. I feel bad for Sam yeah. essay. Yeah, Especially that's more of a, Cyp that's more of a Cypress Hill, less of a Cheech thing. He doesn't call people essay. No, I, maybe an Eddie Guerrero thing. Maybe. Oh uh, man. Okay. Yeah. God. Rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero could have played Frank Re uh, Frank oh, West. That'd be good because he is a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously, you want to talk about a Mexican guy that could fucking wrestle? Okay. So we do a new Dead Rising two. We get Ray With Phoenix. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Eddie Guerrero, rest in peace. He's, you know, yeah. uh, so we hire a, a better, more living Mexican wrestler to play Frank West. So it's just, uh, it's either Penta or it's Ray Phoenix taking yes. pictures and fucking suplexing zombies. It sounds great. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. As long as there's a sandbox mode where I don't have to worry about the clock, I'm there. Mm hmm. I hope, as long as they're not kids in the sandbox. No, there's zombies in the sandbox. Okay, good. Yeah, that's the that's the idea. It's dead rising, not kid rising. The the kids don't rise from the grave. The zombies do. Kid rising would be an interesting like all ages spinoff. I think that's the prequel to uh, Ninjala. <laughs> the you know the, the kids they rise from their grave and chew uh, ninja gum. And we've come full circle. Know, yeah, exactly. Uh, Johnny wow. hit the calculating computer. So so seldom do we come so perfectly full circle. Um, yeah. 
I, yeah, I got nothing to say. You, you, you really stumped me on shrimp on the Barbie, goddammit. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about dead rising combo weapons, but no. It's all lost to Cheech Marin and shrimp on the Barbie. Son of a bitch. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobic sound? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. I don't have the math to prove it, but for some reason I feel like when it's a tie, I tend to do not Jesse. I don't know why. I feel like I feel like there's a bias. I don't know if it's actually there, but I feel like there is. So I need to break that cycle and give it to Jesse. Thank you. Johnny, you have so many negative points this episode. Realistically, you should win. Ooh. No. That's a way to go. No. 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 Uh, no. no. Mm. I've got jo good music, so... Johnny gets the win, and then we schedule an interview between him and Keith David. Uh, <laughs> so, you, you. so, Keith David, tell me about your career. <laughs> he does, right. a, who he are does you? an interview with Keith David, and the only question is, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? What are you doing here? <laughs> Do your research. Who gave you so, I see your, your credits have... Uh, you were in the community for a season. Um... Have you done anything else besides that? I don't recognize your voice at all. The end of the interview. <laughs> Keith David, who gave you this link to our video chat? <laughs> okay, can well, we you're going to make our mission. Can we just send the link to the video chat to random like celebrities and see if they'll join us on our live show? I can probably get the guy from Eve 6. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see if I can get Melinda Gates to show up. Johnny, listen, just because you got a vaccine and a working penis doesn't mean Melinda Gates is going to come on our podcast. <laughs> She's going to be... Anyway, I guess Jesse wins the episode. Yeah. Um, yes. Fine. It's good, because I didn't have a theme prepared anyway. <laughs> oh, good. So, Jesse, what do you got in mind for next week's show? <laughs> well, um, I was uh, shocked to hear that... Uh, uh, Digital Underground's very own Shock G died, yeah. and so Shock. I was thinking, I was thinking maybe uh, games that you were shocked that you liked, like maybe you know, from a series that you don't normally like, you play something, you're like, hey, this is actually pretty good, or maybe, you know, you thought a game was gonna suck, and then you played it, and you're like, well, this is actually good. So games that you were shocked that you enjoyed. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm in I had used up Ninjala, but yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> um, that's uh, yeah, it's uh, feel like a, uh, like a, just like a, a slight riff on a classic theme here. So yeah, games, uh, unexpected games that you enjoyed. I like it. Uh, yeah, th that's the thing. Shocked is such a strong word. Like, <laughs> you, know, you have to be like, whoa, wow, wait! <laughs> you didn't drop <laughs> controller and piss your pants at how much you enjoyed the game. <laughs> I can't fucking believe they got me to like this yeah. shit. Man 15, you son of a bitch. Yeah. All I took was that fucking truck stick, and I'm on board, baby. <laughs> I just learned today I love Gronk. Yeah. Ah! Um, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, shockingly acceptable games is the, the title of the it doesn't have to be good it could just be shocked that you enjoyed it so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's not good but boy do I have a good time what a difficult uh, theme to phrase but I, I like it 
It'll be uh, it'll be a fun challenge thinking of something like that that I haven't already used, and uh, you know I think it'll be a blast. It'll be uh, it'll be fun, like, you know, kind of thinking on our gaming trends and why maybe something something outside of that appealed to us. I like it. I like it a lot, Jesse. Great theme. I shouldn't have won this episode. You earned it. Um, and that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching along with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Check us out at Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate you guys listening. Thanks to everybody checking out Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. we got a lot of fun stuff going on at Patreon. You're keeping the lights on on the radio stream at Twitch.tv slash GTT Radio. Uh, we've got GTT Gyms, we've got uh, movie commentaries, we've got a lot of fun stuff going on over there at Patreon, so we appreciate you guys supporting us there. Uh, special thanks to the absurd fans on Patreon. Here we go. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsettled Zebra, and The Last Recon. What a fantastic pile of patrons we got over there at Patreon. Oh, it, yeah, I think I said everybody. If not, I'll edit myself in. Very loudly saying somebody whose name I forgot to say like this. But I think I got everybody. Um, what a great group of patrons we got. Uh, thanks to our requester, David, who made the request tonight. Uh, Silver Nova via the Discord. Yes! Head over to our Discord. That's the place to make your requests. Though you can also send them to us uh, at gamethattune at gmail.com or send us to them, uh, send us, send them to us on Twitter at gamethattune. I'm going to redo that because I'm tired. My face itches. Send us your requests on Twitter at gamethattune or find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at dfdfleming. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. And you can find the Game That Tune champion Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Yes, that's where you find him. And Jesse, I want to know what you got for bonus tunes. Sending us home tonight. What do we have? So I found a. Uh, it's very difficult to find what I was looking for. But best I could find was Meta Knight's Revenge X Humpty Dance. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. In terms of songs that would be crossed over with uh, with Humpty Dance, that seems like a good one. So, rest in peace, Shock G, and we'll see you guys next week. God, too many rappers dying lately, guys. Peace I out, know, everybody. Sucks. Come back when you can put up a fight. I right, stop what you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny. You much yet I'm making money, see? So, yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm a new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. Whoa! I'm drinking all the Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. I'm pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to bump me. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump me. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me. I like to rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Straight gangster Mac. But sometimes I get ridiculous. I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice. Now yo, fat girl. Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I can't get fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. And never stop me from getting busy. I'm on the freak. I like the girls with the boobs. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me. I'm still getting in the girls' pants, and I even got my own dance. 
rim, my nose is big. Uh huh, I'm not ashamed. Thick like a pickle, I'm still getting paid. I get laid by the ladies, you know I'm in charge. Both high living and my nose is large. I get stupid. Did it in there, Johnny, or did you fade it out? I faded it out. Goes on for the two minutes. Johnny, the man's dead. All right. We were paying tribute, Johnny. Thank you, John, for letting the whole thing play. Oh, man. <clears throat> Ninjala is copyright 2020 Gung Ho Online Entertainment. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is copyright 2020 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Saints Row the Fourth is copyright 2013 Deep Silver Volition LLC. Monster Hunter Rise is copyright 2021 Capcom Company Limited. Dead Rising 2 Off the Record is copyright 2011 Capcom Company Limited. Good old Shock G. What a guy. Dare I say, yeah. what a G. I love that song. Yeah, Humpty Dance rules. I mean, honestly, okay. that remix was fun, but that remix also sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little rough. It, yeah. You do what you gotta do. I don't, I don't understand the need to pitch him up to, you know, hide, I guess, the backing beat of Humpty Dance. I don't know. I don't remix video game music or hip-hop, so I don't know, but... I love Humpty Dance. I love Meta Knight. As crappy as that was, it, it's a win. <laughs> I think we just got a new idea for a patron-exclusive show. John remixes hip-hop and video game music. 